are you getting on? Huh? No, seriously, though, how are you getting on? Do you have enough food? But also not too much food, so you're not a wanker? Huh? Oh my god, you don't like it. Don't be stocking up your fridges. Don't be a wanker. But also, I've heard there's going to be boots on streets making sure that you're off the ground. My mate of a mate sent it to me. Caroni. Don't be a wanker, okay? Make sure you buy an adequate amount of food. Not too much, not too little. Speaking of wanking, huh? What have you been getting up to, huh? In the lock-in. You lock-in. Bloody Jim, Jim Larkin. Part two. Jimmy Lark's part two. Lock-in. Corona. A dish. A dish best served clean. Bleh. I'm Dracula as well. <laughs> Made me laugh. I used to have a joke in my act um, about how when I went to the... Um, I went to give blood one time for science, right? When I was on the breadline, um, and hey, I might be having to, hey, tour postponed, spawn con cancelled. Your boy T. David might be back to selling his blood. Huh? But I used to have a joke about... Uh, I used to have a joke about... Um, one time I actually did, uh, genuinely, I gave blood, um, and they were gonna, they were testing the blood to see, funnily enough, actually, if I could, it was this kind of thing where you would go in to be quarantined, they would give you the flu, and you'd basically have the flu for a month in a hospital, they would test various things on you to see if you could sur- you know, survive, <laughs> yeah, I suppose, yeah, if you could survive, and in return for one month in bed, you would get... <coughs> 2,800 pounds. So, sign me up. But they took my blood and they said that I was too unfit to take the flu. <laughs> Not unfit. Famously, I have no fillings. Um, I'm a very fit man. Um, famously. But um, they, they said that my blood, this is what the woman said, right? Uh, the woman said that my blood had the viscosity of strawberry syrup, right? Um and I used to have a joke about that, saying, oh, you know, I once gave blood for money, and the woman told me that my blood was the consistency of strawberry syrup, the viscosity of strawberry syrup. I'm fucking up the joke. I'm fucking up the joke. Um, and then I say, well, she went on to then tell me how I can fix my diet, but all I could think about was uh, Dracula eating ice cream on the beach. And that, funnily enough, was the punchline. Um, did anyone laugh? Oh, God, no. Did I tell that joke, quote-unquote, for... Three years, yes, I did. But hey, man, it's all online now, okay? It's all online. Online, you don't need punchlines. You can say stuff like, do you ever get the way your wife does be like this? And just chat shout for three minutes. Selling out Vicar Street. Uh, I'm not having a go at Rory Stories. I'm not having a go at Rory Stories. Um, Because I don't think, you know... Well, a lot of comedians are saying she's shitting on Rory stories, but you know what? He's not like stealing. You're not. You're not rocking up at the old comedy Canaveral, Cape Comedy Canaveral, COVID Comedy nineteen, and say, "Hey, sorry, kid, you've been bumped for Rory stories." That's not happening. He's doing his own thing. Leave him alone. Just leave him be. You know, everyone's got their own truth. Whatever, whatever. Anyway, listen. What I'm saying is. Don't wank too much. Uh, this could be a long 
uh, lock in. So just be sure that you're that you're looking after yourself. Um, whatever. Wash your hands, huh? I tell you, I've been missing touching my face. And have I stopped touching my face? Nope. But I don't like thinking about it. It's like someone... And, you know, it's, it, there's a lot of psychosomatic shit going on. It's like... Like, it's fucking with my head. And I think that's... I think we're all forever changed. Even if this only goes on a week, we're, all, we're forever changed, right? Because it's going to be like... Can you go... Uh, uh, <laughs> sorry, I just came there th- having a thought. Um, uh, uh, Do you ever see that video of the turtle? Let's pivot quickly. Have you ever seen the video of the turtle trying to fuck a shoe? And uh, he's making this adorable... Uh, it's comedy gold. Speaking of which, I just got bumped on comedy gold for Rory Stories. Other comedy clubs are available. Um, but what was it talking about? Yeah, we're forever changed. Like now, I keep thinking about how much I touch my face. I don't want to think about that. I just want to do it. I'm thinking as well. Even someone says, "Oh, I got a tickly throat." Now I got tickly throat. You tell me, I got tick now a tickly throat for. In fact, if you're listening to this, right, all I need to say is the words back pain, and I'm sure now. Oh my god, my back feels. We all have it. Come on, we all... Are we not all living in a state of perpetual flu? And aches? Stop bringing attention to it. But, having said that, be vigilant. Um, You know, be cautious. But don't believe... Don't believe everything you hear. Alright? Don't be believing everything you hear. Because, uh, you know... Because everyone's got a mate of a mate of a mate who fucking is in the know, who knows their shit. Right? But I, I will be honest, guys... I actually do have a friend. Uh, basically, um, my mother's dog groomer um, is gay. He's a gay friend of mine. He's a gay man, and his I can I can say his boyfriend is in um, a village people tribute act, and the guy who he got the army uniform off sent him uh this um this jarring this cautionary tale fuck's sake should we lisp idiot outside in the motorbike i'm not editing this we're going fucking raw i'm not editing this but some clim outside in a chopper ruined the suspense basically i'll say it again right my mates oh Fucking hell, my ma's dog walker's boyfriend is in a village people tribute act and he bought a army man uniform off a guy who is in the army and he sent him this message. It is terrifying stuff. Look, how are you lads? Look, this is Junior Corporal Bosco McNasty here. Um, we basically, word on the street is, we've been told by a supervising sergeant to convene at 0800 hours. Bring water, wet packs, dry packs, because we're going to be out for the day, potentially even longer, depending on the crack. So the word from the big man is we're going to meet at Collins Barracks, where we're going to get the Red Lewis Line from Museum, one stop to Smithfield, where we're going to be visiting Token, which is an arcade and restaurant, for a few games of Dance Dance Revolution or Time Crisis, I'm told, if it's free. Now, we're told not to fill up on the delicious vegan wings because we're going to be getting bammy back from the Korean spot on Cable Street. More on that later. For points, we're told to look no further than McNeil's, an oasis of trad amidst the hustle and bustle of busy Dublin City. Okay, yeah. You get the gag. Uh, this is Tony Cantwell's shit show. Coroni Cantwell. No, 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 no. no. 
That's a shit, Alex Jones. Okay, uh, these, these criminals, okay, these criminals. This is more Holly Hunter, okay? This is more Holly Hunter, okay? These, <laughs> I'm Holly Hunter, and I'm here to say, Disney are top-loading their years, okay? I'm an incredible. I know this shit, okay? Disney are top-loading their, their fucking years. Oh, yeah, how those Disney Plus sales coming along, huh? Columbine was an inside job. No, no, whatever. I'm not saying that. But what I am saying is, I don't know. I did say that 2020, we're barely in it. This has been going on since November, where pretty much everything was out for them. Right? Just saying. Just saying. Yeah, yeah just saying. What's the crack? You was all fucked off to Australia. There's no crack. Just saying. Emma Kerwin, he's, uh, he said he... Oh, sorry, is this Tony's name drop corner? Hang on a second. We're going fucking raw, guys. We're going fucking raw. Um, hang on. I can't remember the tabs. Hang on. Talk amongst yourselves there for a second. Um, uh, here we go. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Here we go. <clears throat> Is it Louis Walsh or Bono? He's the horn for. Let's find out on Tony's name drop corner. Here we go. You can't. Uh, yeah, so Emma Kerwin <laughs> was saying to me a while back, I uh, bumped into him. Actually, funnily enough, this time last year at Paddy's. Uh, when I had a war, I, I got sick. <clears throat> and he said, oh, you're your man's mate. And I was like, you're just saying. Well, Dublin old school, whatever. Was it Louis Walsh or Bono heed the horn for? It turned out it was Emmett Kerwin. Just saying. Use all fuck. Remember that that all just saying video. Which I mean, your man is a your man is a phenomenal artist, and not just because he likes me. Well, he liked me then. He might not like me anymore. If so, hey Kerwo, as Pete McGann would say, Kerwo. Hey Kerwo, what's the crack, man? Why are we falling out? Uh, what was I talking about? <laughs> we're going fucking raw man Yeah, you, you even heard me go over there to get the ukulele this is how unedited this is alright um, but anyway Kerwo was saying to me um, whatever he's an artist he's a, a very he's a very impressive man uh, and um, I uh, whatever what am I talking about <laughs> oh I can't wait till it's Bono I can't wait till it's Bono um but anyway, um, what was it talking about? Uh, the corona? Yeah, yeah. Fucking, what's the story with the Disney? Um, the old Disney flu, huh? I said, I'm um, just to recap, right? Because I can't remember what I've just said. Um, I said last year that Disney knew that there was an apocalypse coming in 2020 and they top-loaded last year and I completely even didn't think about the fact, I thought, oh, Disney Plus, that's just an illusion, right? That's never going to come to fruition. They're just going to say that's going to happen and the world's going to end, right? But it turns out Disney Plus, yeah, stay at home. Watch your Disney Plus. The only people who are making money right now are Netflix, Disney Plus, and uh, hand sanitizers and lubes for, you know, pace. Look, man, there's one wanker to the other. You can't be wanking that much, right? Uh, sorry, I'm a wanker. Well, we're all we're all wankers. Technically, we're all wankers. So, yeah, okay. I appreciate. I appreciate. I appreciate you didn't. You don't like me. I appreciate. I've cut in line here, and you're calling me a wanker. But you're a wanker as well. We're all wankers. I actually don't wank. Whatever. I do wank. 
Told you. Almost wanked the whole company away when I was working uh, when I was working in a remote office. I don't want to go into it, but whatever. I'm no Terry Crews, right? I can maintain my porno addiction. Speaking of which, has anyone tried that old VPN thing? Pornhub gave Pornhub Premium to uh, to to Italy uh, because you know because because uh, you know yeah well they're they're locked in. Well, hey Pornhub. What are you, hey, you've been telling me for ages that there's singles in, I was going to say my area. I'm not telling you, right? Singles in my area. There are singles in Burr County Offaly waiting to fap with you, right? Sometimes I'm out in Rohini, in the Mazgaf, and whatever. I might be looking at the, oh, I haven't in a while, right? Sorry, I'm married. Sorry, I'm not a wanker anymore. I don't wank. I have a wife, okay? Whatever. What am I talking about, Right. This is me. This is me not trying to talk about the corona. Then, so yeah, I used to go to my mom's and have a wank, whatever. <laughs> I'd be staying over at my mom's and I have a wank sometimes, right? In my my old bed, right? I'm not going to my fucking mom's bed, right? Stop asking me these questions. I would and it would go on Pornhub and I would say uh, singles in Rohini, single ladies in Rohini, single milfs in Rohini want to talk with you. And I should bloody hope not. Should bloody hope not. Not having a go. Whatever. Any area, to be honest. I'm just not... I've told you this, but I, I would have been great. I would have been excellent on the uh, the chats, right? I've told you. I had a lot of internet girlfriends. I am a very... Pre- uh, I write erotica for fun uh, under the pseudonym... What was my name again? I need an... I need someone to... If you remember... If you're listening to this and you remember what my pseudonym, my erotic pseudonym was... I don't remember, but whatever. I read erotica for fun. So I would have been very good at Tinder, right? So, <laughs> any questions? <laughs> anyway, uh, <laughs> I had a few more things I want to talk about. Yeah, no, I want to talk about this this Disney thing, right? No, I just, I don't, but I think it's a really good, I've run out of things to say about it, but I just think it's a really good, is that not really me calling, is that not a bit spooky though? Let's see, all right, I'm just going to talk amongst yourselves for a second. I don't, but you know what I mean, don't, don't, um, uh, Disney releases, uh, and I'm not talking about bloody Mickey Jizz, huh? Disney release? Anyway, well, I'm not talking about that. Uh, Mickey the Mouse bloody Jizz. Uh-huh. Um, let's see here. Disney releases. Okay, it's tell me all the 2021s. I don't want the 2021s. I want the 2020s. We're going fucking raw. I told you this. Onward. Yeah. Class. Although, thank you, Disney, for giving me uh, tickets to the Onward, uh, <laughs> which they did. They did. Thank you very much, Disney, for giving me tickets to the Onward um, uh, screening. It was great. Thank you very much for that. Uh, oh, yeah. Untitled Pixar animation coming up on June 19th. That sounds great. Uh, yeah. Jungle Cruise with The Rock and Emily Blount. That'll be cr- great crack. Uh, oh, Untitled Disney live action movie coming October 9th. That'll be class. Um uh, and untitled Disney movie twenty yeah okay see this there's nothing there ha- they have nothing Artemis Fowl maybe they have nothing yet they're all hey get in and start watching fucking WandaVision get on the Ma- Mandalorian do get on the Mandalorian though uh, now do watch that it's very good um, what's great about it is right great about the Mandalorian I'm not going to talk because I actually was bored 
I, I, I didn't do a very good job of talking about Star Wars last week, right? I didn't have my punchy points. I didn't know what I was talking about. I was just giving it about the Emperor. It was labored. It was exhaustive. I haven't checked the stats. I don't look that deep into it, but I'd say I'd say it was drop off. I'd say it was like bloody wily coyote jumping off a fucking cliff with an anvil when I started talking about Star Wars. But what we'll say, Mandalorian, check it out, right? What I love about it is they're all just cool, self-isolated, pulpy stories told in a f- f- fantastic world. Uh, f- f- I don't like how I said that, and I'm I want to hit myself for it. But um, I remember I, I I watched one of those. Um, Masterclass. I'm Aaron Sorkin, and this is my masterclass, right? And I watched his masterclass, and he said, "A t- uh, a, a movie is a movie is when you have a great story, and a TV is when you have a great world." So uh, it seems perfect that Star Wars should be put in that world. It was even listening to a podcast, uh, which I recommend. Actually, it's very fun. Um, newcomers with. Uh, Nicole Byer and Lauren Lapkus and they watch Star Wars for the first time and they get people on to talk about the prequels and stuff like that and you know what in light of everything the prequels aren't I'm, I'm only literally only going to talk about Star Wars for two more minutes so don't worry you don't fucking jump off the cliff Jesus Christ you're so dramatic um, but uh, one of the hosts uh, Nick Weiger of the Doughboys podcast which actually I recommend as well that's another podcast to listen to it's made me put on a lot of weight because they review fast food uh, places there you are two podcast recommendations there uh, he says that Star Wars is great because, or the prequels are great because you just get more Star Wars. You get more of the imaginative world, you know, uh, which I unfortunately didn't see in JJ's fucking follow the smoke dragon fucking finish me off, you wanker. Anyway, um, so yeah, Mandalorian, great. You live in the world a bit longer. Hey, like, and also, this is where I'll get a bit film, film, film buffy on you. The bloody vampire slayer right here we are. The bloody film critic slayer. Uh, yeah. um, what's great about... You actually see the influences in The Mandalorian. Like, they get the aesthetic right, which is that whole kind of, you know, analog, just make the best sets, make as good a set we can and reuse it and reuse it and make it out of cardboard and puppets and all this stuff. Like, you get that analog aesthetic right about the original Star Wars but what it does as well is get the influences like all the western influences all the Japanese influences like like the Kurosawa films and it's literally like there's some episodes that are just like you know an actual like like Seven Samurai where he gets picked up by a village who have to he has to defend a village against bandits like they're just and affectionately stealing stuff you know it's great anyway I'm done talking about that uh, something I wanted to also do bring to your attention here is uh, I have a new um no, do you know, sorry, I'll, I'll talk about the... Uh, I'm sorry, right? I'm going to talk about the coronavirus a bit more. Uh, because what I think it's actually been... Uh, is I actually can't, I can't take... I can't... Normally, I, when I'm cooped in, right? I'm on my phone and I'm just looking at shite, right? I'm just looking at... Like, I'm just browsing and browsing and browsing. And I get that kind of feeling, that kind of tingling in the back of my neck where I'm like, oh my God, I'm feeling a bit anxious here. My thumb cannot refresh quick enough because I really don't like where my life is just right now in this particular moment. And I feel like this social media is the only thing that's going to get me out of it, right? But I haven't actually had that recently with the with the coronavirus, even though everything should be telling me that, you know, percentages of people are going to die and that there's there's there are, you know whatever, you know, fear-mongering and stuff like that, that goes along with that, right? But my focus is on what people are putting out. Like, Alison Spittle, 
has been a savior in this whole coronavirus with her co-video party. This is going to come out on a Tuesday, right? This podcast comes out on a Tuesday, likely tonight at 9 p.m. under the hashtag co-video party. Alison Spittle is going to be watching, a, uh, picking a film while people vote for a film on Netflix. Watch along. And I've watched in the last three days. It's been great. I watched uh, Clueless. I watched Legally Blonde. Uh, I watched Bloody Matilda. Um, by the time this is out, people have watched Jumanji. Uh, and there'll be another film Tuesday night but people are just making stuff people are just putting stuff out there you know and it's it's great it's great just to see content being made for the genuine benefit and the knowledge that people are at home wanting to look at it you know I wish it could be like I wish this much I wish my Twitter feed and Instagram feed could be this full of people making really fun stuff uh, so it's cool but as as well as that I'm going to be doing well not whatever I'm not making any promises here um, but for this show at least uh, I've written uh, a little short which may turn into a um, a, a, a proper uh, teen drama, uh, like a kind of American teen drama, uh, inspired by my uh, youth and uh, me being a frigid. It's called The Frigid, um, and it's kind of a retelling of my teenage years um, under the kind of, uh, you know, teen comedy drama kind of uh, genre. So I'm. Um, so this is going to be. This is the first episode. You know me. If you look, <laughs> you look at T. David's back catalogue. You see a lot of things called. Hey, uh, this is fucking David Bowie and the Liam uh, Liam Neeson show, part one. Star Wars, part one. Uh, I would say a good twenty percent of my videos are the pilots of shows I have not continued to do. Whatever. I got a short attention span. Whatever. Free content. So this is the pilot of my brand new show, The Frigid, an American drama, teen comedy drama inspired by my youth. Here we go. We made it, boys. The Young Scientist Competition. You smell that? That's the sweet smell of fresh tongues ready for the licking. Set your mouth flaps to spin, boner. You can kiss that virginity goodbye. <laughs> okay, easy now, fuckler. Hey, the name's Fuckstein. Okay, well look, these girls are beautiful and all, but what about their personalities? I don't get it, Boner. If I was like you, I'd be slanging tongue all over RDS Bulls Bridge. Balls Bridge. I mean, you're in the A class, you got a tight little bod with a sweet pink asshole, you know how to play colorblind by the Counting Crows on the piano. Not to mention the only reason we got here is because of your project idea about the industrialization of spider silk that made all the teachers cream their khakis. Any of these fucking slots would be lucky to have you. Hey, don't you, don't you call them that. Don't, don't you ever speak about the girls like that. Sorry, boner, just horny, I guess. My mouth cock swells so much it cuts off the air to my brain sometimes. Look, fuckler, I know you scored the whole off bloody Cade Mila Colini at the Gale Talk, but I'm just looking for the right one. When I lose my virginity, I, I want it to be special, you know? <laughs> okay, man, well, you can call me E. Gee the Alien, because I've got a bone home finger thing later boner <laughs> okay god that Oshin Fuckstein where did I get him now oh, right where's our booth booth 69 okay 61 62 oh oh whoops oh god I'm, I'm so sorry I I didn't see you there oh that's okay I dropped my notes boner is it how do you know my name? Oh, well, you have a big, thick 
iron-on patch the size of your chest that says boner on it. Oh, yeah. Look, that's that's my nickname. Everyone calls me it. Everyone says that's my name. Uh, it comes from T-Bone. Uh, you know, like the steak. My, my, my real name's Tony. I think I prefer Tony. Or what about Tiger? <laughs> I'm Buffy. Oh, like the, the vampire slayer. Wow, you look like her too. Don't stake me. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I've not heard that before. You're so fucking funny. And you have a tight little bod with a pink asshole. What, what project are you working on? Oh, it's a study on spider silk. Basically, spider silk is, for its width, one of the strongest substances in the world. In fact, if we were able to harness that precise weave for steel cables, I mean, our bridges would be strong, strong as, as fuck. fuck. <laughs> Whoa, you know about spiders? Yeah, spiders are cool. But I think my favorite thing in the world is the game Final Fantasy VII. What? Okay, this is it, Boner. She's the one. Play it cool. You're going to lose your virginity now. Um, Buffy, look. I know we just met. But I was wondering if you wanted to shift my face. Oh, hey, babe, there you are. Let me pick you up over my head. <laughs> Put me down. Boner, this is my boyfriend, Gerskine. We were just chatting about Final Fantasy 7 and spiders. Bunch of bloody f***ing elf shit if you n*****, ask me. I tell you a million times, babe, when I finally make the Wesley A-Team, I can't be having a wag into all that geek shit. Anyway, we should head home, babe. I got a couple of cans of you-know-what going flat in the car. <laughs> okay, babe. See you around, Tiger. <laughs> it's Boner. I mean, I, I mean, bye. Bye, Buffy. Bit of fun there. Bit of fun there. Um, that's so that's episode one. Hopefully, hopefully, um, when this podcast inevitably becomes my uh, full time job, uh, I um, whatever, whatever. I'll make I'll make more little. I'll put more time into it. You know what I mean? I mean, I was able to do so this week because all my other gigs were cancelled. You know, um, so that was me. That was me. The young scientist uh, competition, um, inspired by the real life story of the time I went. Uh, and a girl came over to me and said, hey, um, would you meet my friend over there? And I looked over. There was a gorgeous bird. Um, no, she said, sorry. She said, hey, my friend wants to meet you. Right. And I said, all right. Looked over at the bird. Scorching. Right. So I turned back to the friend and I said, why? Why? And I ran out of the building. So, you know. I tell you. Tight little bod with a nice pink arse I had, and I was not. It was going to waste, wasted on me. I tell you, as a youth is youth is wasted on the youthful. Um, so hopefully we'll have more episodes of um of, of boners adventures uh through through the the young scientist and 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 more. You know, I mean, we'll see we'll see what he does. Uh, but uh, if you if you like that, you know, hashtag boner likey. Uh, and I'll and I'll and I'll get more. Um, speaking of which, thanks very much for everyone who joined Boner's Bone Party. Um, see, I, I like to make things difficult for myself. I, I believe now the character, the Boner character in this is more is on the stream is more the Fuckler character from that thing. You know what I mean? Plune is Plune. Do you know what I mean? If you were writing the the if you had the um, the the Tony Cantwell wiki, you know, it'd be all over the place. It'd be disambiguations or whatever it's called, all over the place. You know what I mean? Disembag dis is that what it's, what's that what's that word disembag disembaguation disembagu bagu- Um 
disambiguation. <laughs> As in ambiguous. Whatever. Disambiguation is what I'm fucking saying. Because I'm stupid. Um, so uh, the, the the Tony Cantwell wiki, whoever's the keeper of that at the moment. I did see there's a Tony Cantwell Reddit. That's pretty cool. Huh? Me. R slash Tony Cantwell. That's cool. Uh, me, the little guy. Um, but um, what else is there? <laughs> That's what you want to hear from a host, isn't it? What else is there? Um, so uh, I suppose I could talk about the fact that um, in you know uh, I, I I have been I have been asked previously to do more movie reviews, um, and I have uh, been watching. I watched three films. You know, look, this is all. I got to give you everything. I'm gonna, gonna I'm gonna give you everything in one. Do you know what I mean? Like. If you're thinking, Tony, are you literally about to go through your Twitter now and see the tweets that you made while watching movies live and talk about them? Yes, I am. Do I'm going to do that because look, I'm going to put it all in one. I'm going to put it all in one space, right? I'm going to go through my tweets uh, for the films and um, and let you know what I thought of the films as I went along. Because this kind of is what's handy about this is it's in the same way I write notes in my little notepad where when I was like, watching the Snowman and when I was watching, you know. Um, all the other films I have it kind of in order here do you know what I mean so I'm gonna fucking I'm not reading my tweet well, I am reading my tweets anyway so the first film um, so I'm gonna give you my film reviews of Clueless um, my film review of Legally Blonde and then my film review of uh, Matilda um, and feel free to join on this Twitter along this tweet along it's um, hashtag um Hashtag uh, co video party will be the will be the thing. So get on Twitter and you can follow along there. Um, okay, so first up, Clueless. Uh, my first note of this was that Clueless, right? The classic, arguably. Hey, Clueless. Yeah, you're four letters off. Flawless, I should say. Flawless film. A flawless film. Uh, and uh, yeah, and I really dug it. And uh, my first note that I realized was um, so like Paul Paul. Paul Rudd is plays Alicia 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 Silverstone's. Look at me correct myself. I don't know which one's right, but the way like eh, excuse me, it's Alicia. Do you hear that? Gary getting fucking sassy. Gary's getting fucking sassy in his old age. Actually, it's Alicia. I, actually, I have no idea. Here's another one for you, right? Bon Iver, right? I refuse to say Bon Iver because until Jules Holland came out and said Bon Iver, we were all saying Bon Iver, weren't we? You coward. You're backing up on that now, are you? You know, Bon Iver. Um, bon Iver oh, whoa, sorry, what? Literally last week you were saying Bon Iver. Right? So, oh, get corrected, did you? So, Alicia, whatever. Alicia Silverstone. <laughs> whatever. Gary's getting sassy. Alicia Silverstone, um, their stepbro is Paul Rudd. And he's so cute in this. He's so adorable. And... Um, See, I always, you know, there was always a bit of a stigma because they're step siblings. And spoiler alert, fucking clueless, nineteen ninety five. Um, they get they hook up in the end. They get together in the end, right? And like they're a nice couple in the end. And it's it's subject to a bit of scrutiny because he's nineteen and she's sixteen. Um, which, you know, is is not really okay now. Is okay now, but definitely was okay then. But then the fact that they're step siblings. But then he tells him like a bit of exposition at the start. Is Paul Rudd or her? She says something like, um, 
They're not step-siblings when you divorce the parent or something like that. So basically saying that her dad had divorced his mom, so they're not step-siblings anymore. So that was one line that I missed out on and always thought it was weird. And so I had said on Twitter, said on bloody Twitter there, then people were cracking up. I said, um, I said, uh, I only now realized that her dad divorced Paul Rudd's ma. I'd always accepted their relationship at the end because, to be honest, I'd fuck Paul Rudd even if he was my blood. But this actually makes it okay. So there you are. Um, but I mean, it's a it's a great film. Breckenmeyer is such a little cutie in this. Breckenmeyer is like the Josh from Road Trip. In this, I can't remember his name. Whatever, he's a little skater dude, and he's a little cutie. You know, I think if he was six foot two, that boy, I tap that. Well, I tap. Yeah, I wouldn't tap. I'm a straight man, so I wouldn't. I wouldn't tap it. Uh, I would be honest though. I was sitting in this film waiting to get upset over Brittany Murphy. You know, she died of bloody carbon monoxide. Carbon monoxide is that how she died? Brittany Murphy. Brittany Murphy death. Brittany Murphy death picks. No, um, Brittany Murphy death cause. Um, pneumonia. Oh no. <gasps> oh my god. Like the bloody COVID. This is getting weird, guys. Disney have caused the apocalypse. Brittany Murphy. Nostradamus question mark. Right back. Tony Cantwell. Um, a great soundtrack. Moving swiftly on, great soundtrack in this flick. This is like genuine, genuine, uh, like genuine bangers. Like you know what I mean. Legally Blonde came after. I'll talk about that as well. Right? It was fine. It was fine. Right? I wasn't into it, but fine. Um, but this tune has like I wanna be a supermodel, and then like and I'm just a girl, you know, and has um. Loads and loads of bangers. Uh, it's a really, really good soundtrack. Um, I kept pointing out how bad the technology. When I was watching it live, I said, her TV is shit. Got a couple of likes for that on Twitter. I said, her camera is shit. Because that's the thing. This technology doesn't age very well. Like, she's got a big camera, you know? And her TV is, yeah, yeah, it might be three foot wide. But that probably goes back into the other room about ten foot. You know what I mean? And I was just thinking, I bet they'd give up all that lavish life. The, the Beverly Hills life. Um, just for a bloody, just for a little LCD. That I'm probably trying to get rid of. Do you know what I mean? I got an LCD in this gaff that was in the gaff when I moved in. Still can't get rid of the thing. I bet I could trade that to bloody uh, uh, Cher in uh, Clueless. And she'd bloody, I don't know, give up her house or whatever. Give up your old sins. Um, There's a bit where um, Donald Faison is shaving his head. And he keeps saying, I'm keeping it real. I'm keeping it real. I'm keeping it real. Great, great scene. Um, And I said uh, on Twitter as well. Yeah, basically, I'm reading out my tweets. Okay. I'm reading up a tweet. Because this is the same thing I do. Look, you're not getting brand new. Who the fuck do you think you are you're getting brand new content here? Um, I'm going by my notes, right? And Twitter happens to have compiled all my notes about Clueless. So I'm giving that to you, right? I'm giving it to you. X going to give it to you right now. Um, and I said, I shaved my head three separate times at parties. Never got me whole. Um, you know, you try and show off. I remember one time in particular, um, we... we we got so drunk on absinthe that we were um, bloody white guys in absinthe, right? Um, we uh, we shaved our eyebrows. Um, I didn't didn't cut our ears off. Uh, bloody Van Gogh, he was mad. Um, no, we shaved our eyebrows, and I shaved the the word ice into my Dan's head. It was already quite shaved, so it grew out quite quickly. But um, it was funny. It was funny. Um, but yeah, you know, shaving your head drunk never great. 
I mean, it it it's it's a cool scene and it's cool to watch. Everyone gets a little go doing the, you know. But you'll always regret it. You'll always regret it. Go to a barber. Is my once this thing blows over, I'd recommend shaving your head. Nah, shave your head now. Um, and then my next point. Yeah, so I was gonna. There's a point in this film where Brittany Murphy is obviously the new girl here, and Cher Alicia Alicia actually Silverstone is trying to hook her hook her up with uh, Elton, right? And I was about to because I was then you have the, the scene coming up where Elton actually starts getting quite handsy with Cher, right? So I was making a point there, and everyone was fucking loving it. Um, I was making a point. Uh, I was going to say, it, it, isn't it amazing how great this film's message is about, you know, handsy guys, you know, kind of message out there about consent and how that's so not okay and being like you don't have to do anything just because a guy or a girl kind of makes a move on you. But then, I remember, then before that scene comes up, you have Cher trying to literally fucking fuck Brittany Murphy into the back of a car with the grabby man, with the grabby hands man, and she's locked. So... She's only fifty. She's only fifteen years old. We'll talk about that in a second. Uh, oh, we'll talk about it right now. She has a bit where she's like, um, says something about a crooked dick, and she goes, "Oh, I hate when cocks are crooked or dicks are crooked." She's fifteen. Fifteen years. That girl's only fifteen years old. She was only fifteen years old. She hates crooked cocks. She was only fifteen years old. Then the lovely fella who's not gay, who is gay, uh, the swinger lad, uh, shows up. And that was a thing in 95, you know, literally that year. You had Clueless, where this guy kind of, everyone's getting back into the 50s swing cats, hep cats vibe. You know, trying to be a real cool, you know, wearing jeans. Harry Styles is trying to do it now, actually. He's wearing big trousers. What a world we live in, where all you have to do is rebrand yourself with big trousers. And you're fucking, you're saving. Uh, Harry Styles is just come back. Hey, hey, look at me in this uh, fisheye with big trousers. He's wearing them everywhere. He's on Stern singing um, Sledgehammer, which was a great version, by the way. Uh, wearing big trousers. You know, just little. But I, I reckon I would have got into that swinger scene. I would have I been like, hey, man, I'm a hip cat. I'm wearing a big bowling shirt, you know. I'm wearing fucking bowling shoes. You know, the whole the whole bowling aesthetic is really quite 50s. Um, And that's, I'd have got into that. I would have got into, that's another subculture I would have got into easily. I mean, I tried that when, like, like the, you know, like, you know, the first eight months of the, the, the barber shop thing, you know, growing the beard out, doing that McGregor hair, you know, the parting, you know, getting those Malcolm X glasses, you know, I've tried everything. I've tried everything. And that was not a good one. I remember coming back and my stepmom looking at my beard um, and she was just like, oh, <laughs> You you really grew, <laughs> and she really hated it. And she doesn't she doesn't shy away from things. My my stepmom Debbie. Um, so um, what else do we have? Uh, yeah, there was a bit where um, one of the gay guys uh, is referred to as a cake boy. I thought that's a very cute slur. I'd love to introduce that if that isn't too derogatory. Um, I um. I said as well, one of the lawyers who was giving out to share, I said, uh, this guy's shirt is too big. I bet he'd give it all up, et cetera, et cetera, for, for a smaller shirt. Uh, the rest of the tweets were, were quite shit. Uh, but anyway, um, clueless, four letters off. I say flawless. Uh, I give it five stars. Um, and I also thought it was nice to see a nice 90-minute um, film. Um, you know, the, pre, the pre-Apatow marathons. You know, and I love Apatow. You know, but uh, I thought it was nice to see a nice 90 minute film. Uh, my brother has a podcast. My brother has a Simpsons podcast, right? 
called Put It In H. Uh, and now he's got a new one, um, uh, What's So Great About? And this season is about Marvel. He's watching all the Marvel movies. You should know about my brother. You should know about my brother. Or you should know about my brother. The thing you should know about my brother is he is uh, an old bastard, right? Who um, has the things that he loves and loves religiously. But there's a lot of stuff he'd be like, no, shy. No, no, not interested. In fact, I actually think he's part of the Gary voice. You know, he's not Gary. He's not a negative guy. He's an old, but yeah, he's, he's a miserable bastard sometimes. But no, he's not. He's a lovely guy. He's a lovely, <laughs> Andy, I know you're listening. I love you. Um, but he's got a great his podcast, uh, What's So Great About uh, Marvel. He keeps, so he's got his, his co-host, Terry Toner. Uh, Terry is, uh, he's a big film buff. He know, and he knows the stuff. And Andy has a movie podcast and he's like, never seen it. Godfather, never seen it. Don't want to see it. So it's a funny podcast of the two of them having a back and forth. Um, but something Terry said was very funny where he's like, Andy, you need to you need to just fucking be comfortable with the fact that the, the, the Hollywood standard for movies is two hours. And Andy's like, no, two hours too long. So he's going into every single film saying they're too long because he refuses to accept that a two hour film is standard these days. Um, but yeah, you should check that out. Um, as well as that. Um, so then Legally Blonde, right? Alison, she put it to a vote on the co-video party, right? And um, and Legally Blonde won, right? I'd never seen it. I don't know. I didn't want to see it. Not that I hate girls, okay? That's been said to me that I hate women. Hey. Hey. I don't hate women. My mom's one. Huh? Hey, I don't hate women. I'm married to one. So, do you know what I mean? Don't have a go at me. I'm married to a woman, okay? Don't have a go at me. Um... So I watched it, um, and the thing is, every time I see Reese Witherspoon, I think of her being stabbed, and that's not a kink, right? It's because of that bloody joke. Hey, did you hear that actress just got stabbed? Who? Reese, what's her name? Witherspoon? No, with a knife. Hilarious joke. Because you're worried. It's the relief. I'm so glad Reese Witherspoon's alive, you know? And I also I often think I think a couple of times a week I get a I get a, a kind of a, I kind of chuckle to myself and I, I get a kind of glow that starts from the heart and it's a warmth that fills up the rest of my body when I remember Bono's still alive. Not that he's going anywhere, do you know what I mean? But just um, that he's not. We don't have that, that. Another day goes by that someone's saying Bono's dead, and someone's not saying that. I think it's great. And I'll tell you, I tell you, you're going to see some real fucking turncoats now. Not now, in 100 years when Bono dies. People who were always shitting on Bono being like, ah, well, look, to be fair, oh, fuck off. Give him to him now. What, he's smug? Smug because he, he he loves people. And he's a fucking artist. I'm not having any shit said about Bono, right? But anyway, um, I've seen Reese Witherspoon die a thousand times in my mind because I think of that, because um, I think of that joke. I see her just being stabbed. Um... But she's alive, um, so that's great. Um, there's a scene in the film where people have supersized cokes. I miss the old supersize. I really do miss the old supersize. That was a. That was when, at my peak metabolism, back when I was a little tight boy with a pink arse, um, I could eat, eat and eat and eat. You know, pity with bloody chips and that pussy. <sighs> um, shame. Whatever, but back when you could get every time I watch Super Size Me, I I want 
And that's I've seen it three times. And I'm like, get me McDonald's now. I want to eat it along, you know? So I just saw that they they come they have some supersized drinks, which is weird. I don't know. They're kind of like sorority gals and they have like three massive cokes. I find that attractive. I find it attractive when um a woman drinking a full fat coke. And I don't give a fuck. You know. Um so yeah, so basically, uh legally blonde, uh Reese the the deceased uh Witherspoon. Uh, she's not, she's alive. Um thank God, uh, is it basically she gets dumped by her boyfriend because he thinks she's not smart enough. She is not, she is more Marilyn than a Jackie O, he says. He's going off to Harvard Law School because he wants to become a senator and assuming the next step for that is president, right? What fucking cunt? Sorry. What fucking 18-year-old thinks I'm going to be fucking president? I'm just going to figure out what makes me a good man to be, fuck, fuck off. I'm going to be president. Asshole. Piece of shit. How dare you? Like, you need to be someone who's like, do you know what? I suppose I've done enough in my life now. I have a good kind of, compared to what I know, compared to what other people know, I'm going to throw my hat in. Guys, I'm going to be president. I'm going to be, and I'm going I'm going to be president. I am going to at least, i tell you what I will do, right? I'm never going to host Late Late, right? Um, but I will, I will, not host the Eurovision, but I will be paid and get the to, to I will be paid to be the commentator on the Eurovision Song Contest. This I know. This I promise you. This I promise you. This is something I I anyway whatever. Um whatever. So yeah, Legally Blonde. Like it's nice, you know. I just felt it didn't have the grit of like an American Pie, and it's kind of the same era. I don't know. I don't know. It didn't. My wife was telling me off. She's like, you don't get it. You know, you just don't get it. Basically, the whole idea is that she deep down was actually really, really smart and hyper intelligent. She had just kind of, she just didn't want to, you know, rub it in anyone's face. She wasn't like, she wasn't just, she wasn't choosing. It's not about identity. It's not, a, and that's the thing. All the other people in the law school are like the weird guy. What's his name? Mark Kidney or whatever his name is in the, in the thing. Uh, and the other lads. I don't know. If you haven't, if you haven't seen Legally Blonde, uh, you know, you can find it. It's a miss. But all the other people who are kind of the outcasts, they're all very different but all just as good to be Harvard Law. That's the whole point, is that it's not, it's whatever, not on the outside, whatever. So there's a bit where one of the one of her friends says that she sucked off Professor Montoya. So I said, Professor Montoya cancelled, nonce. Um, there, um, I said, uh, Selma Blair is in this. Um, I thought that was nice. It's nice seeing her and, uh, and Reese Witherknife uh, chat, because they didn't get to chat much in Cruel Intentions, and I've seen that a lot. So I kind of felt like I was watching some sort of fan fiction, you know, where they go to a different, you know, they go to a different college or whatever, and they and they become well, they were in high school in Cruel Intentions, but you know, they go to they go to college then, and you know, because Sebastian's dead, and um, how does he die again? A gun or something like that? It's very dramatic. I remember that great film. Um, Luke Wilson's in this. I miss Luke Wilson, you know, and it's such a shame the whole the whole Owen Wilson, you know, trying to kill himself thing. Um, and the kind of stuff that came up uh, up about that afterwards. Obviously, it's a shame that he tried to, you know, commit suicide. That's a, a, a real shame, you know. Um, but it was something to do with, like, him being back on drugs and stuff like that, you know. And, and that was very off-brand for him. And I don't think he's fully kind of recovered from that kind of thing to get back in those kind of films in the same kind of... Well, to be fair, he did Marmaduke. He did Marmaduke. That's my own Wilson. Wow, wow. Marmaduke. <laughs> wow, 
Marmaduke. Uh, he did he did do that after his suicide in, in cocaine. Apparently Steve Coogan, that's what he said, Steve Coogan. Well, it's Courtney Love was spouting, you know, uh, saying Steve Coogan got him back on the gack, apparently. I don't I don't know if that's true. Um, uh, I also said State of the Mac that she has. She buys a MacBook. I said I bet she'd give it all up for, you know, my computer. Um, there was a moment in this now, like, I, I, you know, it didn't get a, bit, a lot of love on, on, on Twitter, but... Um, there's a there's a bit where Elle is kind of you know wearing this kind of oversized beanie. Elle is Reese Witherspoon's character, and she has these glasses and an oversized beanie, and she looks a lot like Fleece Johnson, the Booty Master, right? Now I don't know if anyone Bo- Booty Master is a real like Ebaum's World, old internet thing, and it's back when kind of like people joked about. <laughs> When people joked about rape and things like that, people just joke, people, you know, who casually do that. I mean, look, you look like fucking Trading Places. I've talked about this before. There's so many movies, Trading Places, uh, Ace Ventura 2, where there's punchlines of a guy getting buggered by a, a gorilla, right? So, you know, it used to, be, used to be a punchline, right? So there was this fella, Fleece Johnson, a.k.a. the Booty Master, right? And it's not a funny video, but you know it was like a weird video to share each other. And there's a guy, basically his whole thing, he was a kind of very intimidating guy, has the same glasses and the same hat. But just some of the quotes he said, where he was like, now you're going to give me that booty. We can do this the easy way or the hard way. <laughs> and just the nickname, it was mostly the nickname the Booty Master, you know? But there's one time where he says, and he looks like he's... he's Basically, he's a guy who's obsessed with riding lads in prison, right? It's, uh, whatever, I'm on top of this. I don't find it funny, but there's one bit where he looks so desperate, like he's he looks he looks like he's about to cry, and just cut to him be like, Fleece Johnson, the booty master, had this to say. Sometimes getting booty was more important than drinking water. <laughs> and I'm like, jeez, this guy loves booty. Um, What else? Um... I said had a thing for Ali Larder, who was in it. She's the, the the one who's up for so whatever you know, legally blonde, whatever. Uh, she ends up going to Harvard, meeting a lot of nice people, realizing that it's all blah 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 on the inside and blah blah blah. Um, she becomes a lawyer, and it's her kind of insider knowledge and all the stuff that people turn their nose up on that actually helps her solve the case, like her knowledge of uh, fitness and her knowledge of um, whatever rich aristocrats or whatever it is and I, Ali Larder is the uh, Ali Larter is the name of the woman who's up for murder and uh, who didn't do it and I tweeted about how she used to she was in Varsity Blues and she had this whole whipped cream whipped cream what am I talking about she had a whipped cream bikini in Varsity Blues and they're thinking back on it I don't like whipped cream from a can right fresh cream or nothing I've no interest in nothing else right anyway 20 million likes on that one um, what else? Uh, yeah, your man from the Titanic was in it. Uh, at first I thought he was quite sexy, but turns out he was a bit of a nonce. Uh, Linda Cardellini's in this flick, and she's a gorgeous woman. I can't believe that they made her be uh, Sal or Velma in bloody Scooby Doo. You know, the nerd, huh? The frigid. Um, that's all I had to say about that. Um. Luke Wilson, a really nice, a really nice leading man in this. Uh, apart from the fact that he doesn't do anything to even show his interests or anything like that, there's there's no romance whatsoever. And you know, I thought because L, you know, Reese Withers with a nice character, um, is kind of really encroaching on her ex boyfriend 
and his new fiance in Harvard. And I was like, she needs to learn a lot about boundaries from this guy who hasn't even touched her arm yet. You know what I mean? Um, and then, um, and yeah, that was it. That was the flick. Um, then, um, so then last night we were watching Matilda. So yeah, Legally Blonde, I give it three stars, three and a half stars. I give you the half because of whatever, the message. Um, but it's no clueless, and this and this and the bloody soundtrack doesn't even come close. Last night's film was uh, Matilda. Um, so Matilda, what do we have here? Um, I thought it was weird the fact that Danny DeVito directed this film is the narrator with the nice voice, and also Mr. Wormwood, Harry Wormwood, the bad dad. And I'm like, oh, it's too much. It's too much DeVito. <coughs> and you might think, well, it can't get enough DeVito, but you know. It's like Matilda's father, Harry. I'm like, rah, rah, rah. it's the same voice. Idiot. Anyway, he's not an idiot. He's great. Also, I did think that the film, right, it has a very uh, offensive portrayal of television, right? It makes it look like it's for dumbos and everyone should read books. Now, as someone who doesn't read, I have to say, I found his portrayal of TV very offensive. And given how much TV did for him and his partner, Rhea Perlman, in the show Taxi, I think it's quite hypocritical of a director to be so scathing of of tv in the film matilda you know the sticky man thing was on it where john lovitz is a sticky man whatever there's a bit where someone says uh where danny devito's like hey i'm gonna show you how to diddle the customer and i was like yeah sign me up huh sign me up get me around i'll buy a car off you and get a little hj from a from a sins um I had another tweet there. Yeah, this is, Tony Campbell reads his tweets. But I'm just saying, these are my notes that I had about Matilda, right? So if you're not on Twitter, most people aren't. Most people aren't. So this is what I thought about uh, Matilda. Uh, there's a scene where uh, there's a big hullabaloo and a lot of cakes are knocked into the air because she tries to pull the hat off uh, uh, DeVito. She puts a bit of glue in DeVito's hat and then she puts it on. He puts it on. And then Rhea Perlman, uh, whatever is her name? Rhea Perlman pulls the 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 kind of the peaks off the hat, and there's all that left is the top part of the hat. And I thought that's a class looking hat. I want that. And then all the cakes fall, and then she eats the cake. And after her saying that her father was a cheater and a liar, uh, now she's now stealing cake. And I thought that was hypocritical, right? Miss Trunchbull, then the uh, the the, the world famous villain Miss Trunchbull uh, comes along, uh, throws a fucking kid, fucks a kid out a window. And then swings another one by her pigtails. And I wrote on Twitter there. I said, I tell you, if, if I came home to my mom and said Miss Trunchbull was bullying me, she'd probably say, yeah, just tell her to fuck off. That was always the thing. You, oh, no, my boss is after cutting me hours. You know what you do? Just tell him to fuck off. Yeah, thanks, man. Thank you very much. You know. Here, man, you know what you do? Just tell him to fuck off. If a guy ever stops you, just tell him to fuck off. <laughs> um. Um, as well as that, I thought, now, Miss Honey um, is a teacher in Miss Trunchbull's school. Now, I know she doesn't necessarily agree with how Trunchbull is treating the kids, but I think that adults need to show a united front and her uh, her uh, being, uh, her adopting a different policy uh, is not is not going to be in the best interest of the kids. Um, I also thought that Miss Honey, when Matilda starts telling about how much she loves to read books, the absolute adoption horn from Miss Honey like it's like uh -huh. I can have this kid in a nice way um, as well as that oh there's a it was a great tweet that I didn't get much attention um, <laughs> Tony Campbell reads his tweets the podcast but whatever 
you're not looking at them religiously, and I can tell you my thing about it. Whatever, it's talking points. Shut up. Gary's having a fucking field day with this. Um, so there's a bit where, you know, your man eats the cake, right? The big scene where your man eats the cake, and then he eats the slice of cake, which is already big. And then Miss Trunchball is like, uh, she says, uh, now you'll eat this cake. And she says that the, the cook put her blood and sweat into this cake, right? And I remember not knowing that was a term because all the kids go, eh, and I thought it was a real thing. So I thought, this guy's eating blood cake. That is gross. And I thought that the punishment was very grand. You know, the punishment is like, you ate a bit of my cake, so why don't you come up here and eat this massive cake? And then I put a, t- I put a tweet up and said, hey, I wonder what she makes you do when you eat a fucking pussy. <laughs> Uh, if, you're, if you're if you're sneaking in, getting a bit of cake, and she makes you eat a whole, cake. yeah. What happens when you when you eat a fucking pussy? Yeah, bit, bit marginal, a bit of a uh, bit of love online. Um, then um, I was just pointing out the fact that uh, Miss Honey's father, Magnus. I was like, Magnus Honey, what a name. Um, and I was like, you know, if you faked a suicide, that's the sort of name you take after you fake your suicide. Hey, it's me, Magnus Honey. Um, you're living a double life. Uh, what did you do before this? Um, then, you know, whatever. It's a lovely film. Uh, it's a perfect film. And, you know, it's and it's nice the way it's kind of like this middle America. You know, it's it's uh, it, it it changes. It, it moves to a to a, you know, whatever, whatever. It's a different setting. And it's a great film. I give it five stars. Although I did think the bit at the end where she Xeroxes a bit from a book saying that Miss Honey can now adopt her is a bit fucking stupid. So um, so that's what I thought. That's what I thought. Uh, tonight's film's Jumanji. I'm now 15 minutes late for that because it's 9.15. But I'm probably going to watch half an hour into it and just tweet along, even though I won't know what's going on. I've seen Jumanji. All right, I need to have a go. Um, and if you want to watch every night, Hashtag co-video party on Twitter. And you can join in uh, and tweet along. I don't have many gigs to promote. But I'll tell you this. If you would like to check out my YouTube, uh, I will be doing more uh, Get Up to Fuck with Tony Canwell, my live stream show. Um, I'm hoping to do it on Mondays and Wednesdays, but I probably won't be there. Probably blah, 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 every day. I probably won't be able to do it every day. Um, just a lot of setting up. Do you know what I mean? A lot of setting up. And putting your phone to your face is mad easier, right? Um... So do check that out. Um, and just, hey, get online. Support comedy. Uh, and if anyone is putting their cap out for a little handout, artists who've had tours cancelled, um, like Dream Gun, who I'm a part of, Dream Gun, uh, if you can join their Patreon, if you want to support them, uh, that'd be great. They've had a tour cancel. Um, uh, when it's really just all mostly on uh, on uh, founder and co- co-writer uh, Stephen Colfer with the other lads. He's, you remember, you know, I'm just basically saying that it's them. It's not me. You know, I'm just saying you're supporting them. You know what I mean? I'm not looking for, you know, uh, maybe, maybe me, maybe me as well down the line. Maybe I'll get this Patreon going and, you know, you can start whatever, whatever. Anyway, uh, Dream Gun had a tour cancelled. I tour with them uh, when they are in Edinburgh, when they're in Europe, when they're not in Australia. Uh, and they've had to come back and cancel the tour. So if you have ever gone to see a, see a Dream Gun, you thought this is great and then started listening to the podcast and you enjoyed all that free content, do consider if you can afford it because Jesus Christ, it's trying times for everyone now. If you're in a position where you haven't been laid off temporarily or anything like that uh, and you're in a position to, to give and you have a fiver, please, please do so. Um, 
So that's it. Look, I hope you enjoyed um, my uh, my hilarious. Uh, let's have a recap. My hilarious uh, army prank thing I did earlier at the top. That was really good. Uh, I did uh, that really funny, uh, the, uh, just funny commentary about uh, COVID nineteen. Uh, I did a really funny um, uh, frigid show that I'm going to continue hopefully doing, uh, and uh, a nice little breakdown of three films. Uh, uh, oh, I didn't give. Uh, oh, I give uh, Matilda five stars as well. So there you go, five stars. Um, so great look I'll see you next week I'll hopefully get more podcasts out between now and then but um, uh, stay safe uh, look out for each other uh, if anyone puts a hand out looking for uh, and you're in a position to give you know uh, support people and um, yeah look see you next week when all this blows over huh? It's only good.